Growing up, I uh, learned, as many people did, that it's not polite to talk about religion and politics at the dinner table or social settings, two areas where people can have very different points of view. The government and the church are both institutions, and institutions can be pretty easy targets when we're upset or frustrated. It's easy to blame the government or to blame the church for things because institutions can seem pretty distant from us. When I worked at the diocese and was going around trying to help parishes, I always felt that one of my jobs was to just listen to people complain about the diocese, even though the complaints weren't always all that justified. But people needed a place to vent, and most of the time I was able to receive their venting. Institutions, though, are not necessarily bad things. Institutions are the way we are able to organize and to help and to further a mission. Without a government, there would most likely be chaos. Without the church, I'm not sure the faith would have survived through the centuries. The church is not perfect. And yet, because the church is guided by the Holy Spirit, it has survived all the challenges of 20 centuries in a way that no other institution has been able to do. In terms of our faith, it's very tempting at times to think that the only thing that's important is me and my relationship with God, or, or at least my family and God. And that certainly is the starting point, because without a relationship with God, there would be no faith. That's not enough, however. Today's gospel is one of the places where Jesus is very clear that he intends to start a church. And that the church would be the primary means through which he would continue to work through the world. He carefully mentored the disciples and the apostles as they would become the leaders of the early church. And immediately in the gospel today, after telling people that he was founding his church on the faith of Peter, he then gave them the authority to forgive sins. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And he would again reaffirm that authority on Easter Sunday, where in the Gospel of John, Jesus breathes on them and says, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, whose sins you retain are retained. The night before he died at the Last Supper, Jesus shared the Eucharist with the apostles. This is my body. This is my blood. He then told them to do this in memory of him. The next day he gave his body and his blood for us on the cross. 
these two sacraments of reconciliation and the Eucharist are at the heart of the life of the church. These two sacraments, which have been preserved through the centuries by the institution of the church, are primary means by which Christ helps us and strengthens us. The sacrament of reconciliation or confession brings us back to God's mercy and to a right relationship with God and with other people. Our sin is not just between me and God, and forgiveness is not either. My sin affects other people. And so as I come to the church for the sacrament of confession, we realize, recognize that reality. We find the Lord's forgiveness within the context of the church. The Eucharist is also shared in the community of the church. The Eucharist is the prayer of the church. The Eucharist is how we recognize our desire to be one with the Lord and one with his people in the church. And in that communion, we are strengthened by his body and blood. And that is why, especially during these times, we need to stay connected to the church. We need to stay connected to the sacraments of reconciliation and the Eucharist. That is how God works and how God keeps us connected to him and to each other. Not everyone is able to come to Mass right now, and that is okay and proper. I just hope that we never get too comfortable simply watching Mass on the computer or on TV. The radio and the live stream are wonderful things for those who are unable to get out of their homes. But it's not the sacrament. And so I'd like to take a moment and speak in a particular way to those who are praying with us via the radio or the live stream or YouTube this morning. If you or someone in your household has health conditions which bring greater risk, staying at home is the right thing during this time. For those who are able to get out of the house at times, I'd encourage you simply to stop in church someday when you're out and about and pray in front of the Lord in the Blessed Sacrament on your own when there aren't other people here. If you're not comfortable coming into this building, I would encourage you to go in your car to St. Peter's and stay in your car in the parking lot at St. Peter's because there they have the Blessed Sacrament in the window and you can go and pray there from the safety of your car. If you want to try to come back to Mass, you might want to start with a weekday Mass where there's plenty of room to spread out. Encourage people to come and to receive the Sacrament of Reconciliation. If we're able to go to a medical doctor, we should also be able to go to confession, where the Lord brings us spiritual healing. 
all of us are anxious right now. And if you're like me, that means our anxiety can come out at times in sinful ways. We need to be forgiven to receive the Lord's mercy, to stay in grace. So please know that we continue to pray for all of you who are unable to join with us physically right now. For those of us who are here this morning in church, we, in a very specific way right now, are the face of the church to our neighbors and our families. We can reach out to them. We can find ways to connect to them to keep them rooted in the community of the church. In many ways, we're living through a very critical time in our history. We need the Lord. We need each other right now. And that means we need the church. And so let's keep gathering, those of us who are able. Let's keep staying connected those of us who are not able to join us right now. Let's keep inviting those who may simply need some encouragement. Let's be who God calls us to be, the community of believers, church. So this morning we pray, come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful Enkindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit, and they shall be created, and you will renew the face of the earth.